Technology on the right hook. You're most welcome back to the programme. Bobby Kerr here standing in for George all this week now. Uh, this time of the week, George usually welcomes Jessica Kelly and Jonathan McRae for the weekly technology slot. And this week I'm going to do it. So you're both very welcome, thanks, Jessica Bobby. and Jonathan. Jonathan, thanks very much. Uh, hi, Bobby. Now, what are we going to talk about? Well, I want to talk about uh, the new Microsoft Office 365. Um, Jonathan mentioned it uh, the week I was in Boston, so two weeks ago now. But I've been having a play with it. And I think it's something you'd really like, Bobby, because you're a businessman. You have your show here in Newstalk, but you're also a dad. So you, you have a lot on the go. And the, the idea behind this is that it's cloud integration so that you can keep track of your documents on the go. So, for example, if you put it onto your laptop device and you brought that with you, it means you could start documents. You wouldn't have to have the software stored on the computer. You can stream it, which okay. is a new feature of this. So what you do is you buy... So, so just explain that to mm-hmm. me. So, so, so it, it auto-saves drafts of email replies within the original message window, allowing the user to work faster and more efficiently. Yeah, so what this does is instead, you know the way before, if you uh, have Microsoft Office, if you have Outlook, and you start to reply to an email, it'll get saved in your drafts folder, but it won't be automatically saved within the window. Oh, okay. So what this does is right. when you go into your inbox, you can see that you started an email, but you didn't actually send it. So that's there. That's a really good feature of the new Outlook. Um, also, Word... Word is Word and it's become so vital to so many of us students, uh, business people and, um, you know, everyone really. But it, it, they've kind of enhanced it. And the feature that I was talking about though a second ago was the ability to stream versions of um, the, the Office 365 programs. So, for example, if you started up a document on your laptop, a Word document, and you emailed it to me, but I didn't have Office. Right. You know the way before you'd have mm. to, you know, convert or you'd have uh, to it's download in a different the different version and it's, yeah. But now I can stream. If I just log in with using your username, I can then stream a version of Word or PowerPoint or Excel to the computer, edit the document and send it back. So this is going to be a big tool for business people because it means that they can, instead of having to work on devices solely that have the software installed, you can stream versions. Another program that's worth noting within Office 365 is OneNote. I don't know if you've used OneNote before, but it's basically like a notebook on your computer, a digitized notebook, and it allows you to edit your notes. You can type anywhere on the screen. You don't have to align left or align center or align right. You can literally click and type anywhere. You can put in audio and photographs and basically keep a journal if it's handy for you. I use it all the time in here because it's just easy to throw down thoughts and then you can compile them. It's like a jotter book, basically. Yeah, so, but it's ha- so you know the, uh, the the notes that you use in on your iPhone or in your iPad? Yeah. It's, but uh, it, it allows you, as you say, put in pictures. Exactly. Uh, maybe yeah. some audio, mm-hmm. all in one little place. So, all in one little place. And yeah. it has different tabs. So you can have a work tab and then you can have, you know, a, an entertainment tab. Another thing uh, which we start started using in here as well is Link, which is the internal um, communication system within uh, Office 365. So it's kind of like MSN, the instant messenger, but it's all managed within your Office 365. So once you have your username and your password, then you're sorted. And it just, it's a, it's a, it, what the idea with this is that it's a lot cleaner. Okay. So instead of having multiple programs, everything works off the same account. It's just, I, I don't know, I think it, it makes a little bit it makes a lot of sense basically it's, it's stripped back um, it focuses on cloud computing SkyDrive is uh, the cloud computing service of Microsoft I was you- going to ask you about that because mm. this is Microsoft's answer to Dropbox mm. now I must say I have Dropbox and it's great but it always keeps to be 
reminding you that you need to make it bigger and pay more and upgrade. You like can it, you can switch all those things. It off. just doesn't ever seem to be any end to it. Well, you, you you can do like the thing with Dropbox is you get two gigs free when you sign up. But then if you add a device, like if you add a HTC or a Samsung device, you get added space. Also with SkyDrive, you're getting seven gigs, which is a massive amount of space to sync up your photographs and your documents and your audio without having to to pay for it. Um, but I mean, is it worth the, is it worth the money? Is my point. If you're starting off from scratch, I think how much is it it's for Office Three Six? You can get different packages, so it depends because there is like the the home, then there's professional, then there's student. So there's different versions of it. If you're buying a computer, you are going to buy a version of Office. I think it, if you're a business person, it's worth upgrading. If you're starting from scratch, I'd buy this over the previous versions because it's the latest one. Um, but but my, my my question about about it is, what does it do that other apps, as you mentioned, like Dropbox, Evernote, does a similar thing? If you were to use those apps for free, what does it's my, all in one? But what's the benefit of that? It's all in one. Instead of having to go to your OneNote app or instead of having to go to your Dropbox, everything is contained. So if you're saving a document, a Word document, you can go file and it automatically go to SkyDrive rather than having to go file, save as, and then go into Dropbox and mm-hmm. do it. it. I just think it's smoother and I think it makes sense for, uh, particularly for businesses, but OneNote <clears> for students. If you're a student, I would highly recommend getting OneNote. Okay, I want to leave some time to talk about my Kindle ones, yes, but so we'll come to them in a minute. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Texting says, Bobby, I want to buy my wife a smartphone, but I'm totally confused. Can you ask the techies for help, please? That's from Connor. Yeah, it depends on how much you want to spend. Um, there are good smartphones that start in around sort of 169 or thereabouts. Um, HTC and Samsung are, well, my sort of models of choice. Jonathan? Yeah, well, I mean, it, it depends on what you need, um, Connor. Give, give us some more information because it, just saying a smartphone, there are so many out there. There are some basic ones. There are some very advanced ones. There are some cheap ones. Um, and I can totally okay, understand well, why you're totally confused. Um, well, well, let's get Connor to text us in again then and we'll see if we can help him yeah. out. Would it be okay if I just did some traffic, guys? Uh, sure just a thing. second. Um, so this is thanks to Spirit Motor Group, Sandyford, your destination for Land Rover in South Dublin. That's spiritmotorgroup.ie. In Dublin, it's busy on Mackin Street from Grand Canal Street towards Samuel Beckett Bridge. Delays on Pier Street inbound and on the South Keys it's slowed through Burkey. Busy outbound on the Merrion Road from St. Vincent's Hospital to the Merrion Gates. Slow outbound on the N1 Swords Road from Drumcondra to Griffith Avenue. And it's also busy on the N7 Nace Road from after the Red Cow Interchange approaching Newlands Cross. No no, no change there. Cork, it's slow, slowest from the Skihard Road on, onto the Well Road and through Douglas Village and from Donnybrook and Grange approaching Douglas. It's also busy. In Galway, Loch Italia is starting to ease outbound. Hedford Road outbound is busy but moving. Dublin Road, uh, Bohermore, College Road and the N17 Tune are all moving well and uh, no problems in Waterford or Limerick. Okay, that's done. What next? Well, where do we want to go? Jonathan? Well, uh, I was looking at a, a Toshiba laptop. Um, Bobby, I've been sort of um, outspoken in my uh, disappointment in Windows 8 uh, as an operating system. Uh, I, I just don't think it's quite... It's it's not one thing, it's not the other. It's uh, Windows 8 has kind of brought Microsoft into the touchscreen world. Um, and so it's so far, I haven't been hugely impressed by anything that's that's been uh, running Windows 8. And unfortunately, it doesn't change much with this. This is a, a Toshiba Satellite U920. T. 
Um, and the idea behind the, the, this is that uh, you it's a, quite a hefty device and it has a screen that's always exposed on the top and you slide the screen a, across the, the body wow. of the keyboard and wow. flip it open so it looks like a laptop. Um, which it, 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 I mean, it went the first time you do it, you go, oh, that's quite cool. The, the mechanism is quite sturdy. But very is that quickly, a bit of a gimmick? But well, very quickly you start to ask, why isn't it just a regular laptop? Yeah. Uh, and why doesn't the screen fold down so the screen is protected? The screen is Gorilla Glass, but... Uh, it's easily scratchable. So, um, you know, if you do enough damage to it. So why does the screen not fold backwards? It's a very heavy device. And for what it is, it's a 128 gigabyte um, uh, hard disk space. It's only a core i3, which is, you know, kind of a a weakish Intel processor. Um, For what it is, I just don't understand why it's so heavy. If you want to just uh, try and weigh that yourself and see, you know, compared to using any other tablet that you might have done, like an iPad or um, an Android tablet, it's so heavy. I just can't imagine myself reading a newspaper for long on on the on the train of that. And the keyboard is also huge. The keyboard is huge, but uh, but that if you like using your your uh, tablet or your your keyboard to to type, you know, for any decent amount of time, you'll find on on being doing that on an iPad is very frustrating. The 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 keyboard is a one redeeming feature I think of of the Toshiba U nine. Uh, 20 it's the U920T yeah it works really well the, the, the keyboard is actually very much like a, a standard keyboard you get with your laptop um, there's a HDMI out two USB slots an SD slot there's no microphone in which I think for people who might be using Skype I suppose you could use the onboard mic um, but it, it, my, my biggest problem is is the actual weight this is a, a, a machine that you're supposed to want to use as a slate and maybe you might use it for business if you wanted to show people presentations okay. popping it in and out of your handbag it's or much your, bigger than the case. Sony Duo slider which we reviewed a while ago and that was a big enough tablet it was 11.6 inch screen that mm. is big and it's heavy and I'm, I'm yeah. just not sure I spoke to Toshiba and they said look you know the, the main heft there is the, is the battery the battery standby is 4 hours it's not 10 oh. hours so it's not something that you kind of go well you know I think it's worth it I, I think unfortunately Toshiba like Sony and like other manufacturers are struggling to, to find okay. a, a good mix of tablet and, uh, and PC in Windows 8 Jessica mm-hmm. I have a text here that says dumped office use Google apps find it brilliant and cheaper that's from Tony you know what this is something I a Google uh, a Microsoft uh, rep came into the office a while ago and he was talking me through the new software and this is something that I said to him because he was talking me through a lot of the features and I was kind of saying well I can do a lot of that with Google Docs already and to be honest they didn't have they didn't have a response they were just like yeah but like what we do is really good so I don't think that's a strong enough reply just yet but I'm not sure some people are so reliant on on office that they'd be afraid to move away and a lot of businesses are quite reliant on it as well yeah and just just staying with your office 365 hi folks I have a new laptop with office 365 and can send email on aircom.net I can receive but can't send any ideas yeah, that happens sometimes with... I've experienced those problems if I've been setting up exchange accounts before. Um, it's in the settings. I don't... I, I'll talk... If you email uh, the right hook at newstalk.ie, I'll email you back with the steps to get it working. Okay. Um, and Jonathan Connor is back to us. Uh, hiya, thanks for taking time for my query. Sure. Uh, phone would be for general use. A lot of photos. Two small children. Possibly video. Contact from family overseas. No need for any great business functions. Hope that helps more. That's from Connor. Yeah, I mean, I think you can pick up an iPhone 4S uh, at you know at a, a pretty good price at the moment. It would do all those things. The interface on it is uh, fairly intuitive, and everyone knows how to use an iPhone. And I think that uh, that is a big you know, if it's your first smartphone, that is a big help. Um, and has the 4S come down in price now because of the five? Yeah, it has. It's fairly. I mean, it's free on most networks now. I'm done. That's know. on bill pay though. If you want to buy a, a pay as you go, it's still quite expensive. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, you're looking at a few hundred quid. 
Yeah, I suppose it depends on how much um, um, if you're using it for photographs. I mean, I, I use the the HTC One X Plus. It's a it's a it's an expensive phone, but it is by far I think the best handset uh, out. They've got a new one coming out, but uh, the HTC One X Plus is is fantastic. The One X is also good. Um, but if you're starting out, I don't know, Jessica, are we still <laughs> still recommending the iPhone or the Sam? I mean, the Samsung. Um, uh, Samsung range is good, but they are the, you know, the, the, mini, the S3 are mini isn't great. The HTC Desire <clears throat> is. Well, what about the Galaxy Four that's coming out? Yeah, Samsung. We had the CEO of Samsung on down to business yesterday. Yeah. He was. Oh, did you? Uh, and he had one of two that are in the country in his hand, which he showed me. I know, I had to restrain uh, myself from coming in and yeah. tackling them. But uh, yeah, no, it, that, that is going to be the talk. Jonathan has one of the talking points on the desk over there, uh, phone-wise, and the S4 is the other one. The one that Jonathan has is the new HTC. And that that is impressive. But they're high-end phones. They're very, mm, very yeah. expensive high-end phones. HTC Desire might be a, a, a best price to be selling yeah. off, yeah. Because yeah. it's not too expensive. It's not a, an iPhone, though. I suppose it no, if you're on bill pay, go iPhone. But if you're paying if you're paying cold, hard cash for a pay-as-you-go phone, I'd look at the HTC Desire. I would say one more thing. For some reason, um, I, and this is the, you know, people can give out to me for it, but I, I think the the design and the charm and the the marketing of the iPhone has worked very well, and particularly the female audience. Uh, I would imagine, for the most part, are more likely to be iOS than Android, and I would say. Mm-hmm. If try and find out because she may actually want an iPhone. If you're going to get a smartphone, she might yeah, actually be upset no, at getting it, something else, thinking it, that, <clears throat> that it's not an iPhone. I hope people don't. Find uh, that there's too another funny. text in that says, "Have a huge black blob in the middle of a laptop screen, impossible to use. Looks like a pool of ink. Is it worth replacing the screen, or better to get a new laptop?" Well, I can actually advise on this because <laughs> I walked on my iPad the other day oh, and geez. bust the screen on it, and I brought it down to Graham there at opposite Larry Murphy's pub down on Baggett Street, and he replaced it for me for a hundred euros. Wow. Wow, that's really good. Um, yeah, and, and he's a great guy down there. If ever you have a problem with your iPhones or that, fixed in an hour, sends you a text, it's ready, come back. That's handy. Yes, but it depends on how on how easy it is to replace that particular screen because obviously with a laptop, it, it, you it's know, a it bigger, depends on the yeah. price. But it can be. I mean, if it's an old laptop, you know, you might pick up a second-hand one almost as cheap as replacing the but screen. But even if you go on eBay and stuff, because I had an old Dell Inspiron 6000 and I did that thing of smashing the screen and I managed to replace it myself. It wasn't that taxing. Mm. So if you're confident enough, you can give it a go, but you can get yeah. it done fairly cheaply. Or if it's an old laptop, use it as an excuse to upgrade and get a new one. Is it too early to talk about Kindle or have we something else to talk about first? Uh, uh, it's up to you, Bobby. Where do you want okay, to go? let's talk about the Kindle. <laughs> right, I brought in mine because I wanted to ask you, a couple of things about it. Yes. Um, just I'll tell you what I like about it. Mm. Um, I love the way, and I have it here in front of me, I love the way that it's it's really quick to download books. Yes. It's great to have so many books that I can read so many of them at the same time. Mm. Um, I love the you fact... You can do that, Bobby, can you? Yeah, I can. That's impressive. And I love the fact when I when a word is beyond my actual intellect, I can put hold my finger down on it. Yes. And it actually becomes a dictionary. What I don't like is... I find it very difficult to know where I am in a book because of the page numbering. Yeah. And that's that's the thing I, I find most frustrating about it. Yeah. Can I ask you, though, because I know you have an iPad. Why did you buy a Kindle as well? Did you not like the Kindle app on the iPad? Because I think you do different things with uh, different pieces. Of, well, this is just me, right? Mm. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I have the Kindle solely for reading books. Okay. I have the iPad and I use it here in the studio. I use it for, uh, you know, for your notes and, stuff, and I use yeah. it for work and I use it for emails. And then I have a laptop, which I use for stuff that I'm when I'm in one place. So I tend to do even an, even the old uh, 
even the old i not pad the, the iPod iPod I still have one of those with all my music on it yeah, yeah. But like, and I, I, I took the, the music ki- actually off my iPad because I wasn't using it that makes sense and that's yeah. the way I do things but I might be different to no I was just interested to see because I do know like I, I've been in here on Sundays and I've seen you with your iPad so I know that it's your sort of loyal companion so I was just interested to see a lot of people do like the Kindle because it's easier on the eye than the iPad would be um, but all the things that you talked about are available on uh, you know Android devices and uh, Apple devices through the Kindle app you can stream books and you can do that but I know what you mean about not knowing where you are in the book on the iPad and on tablets uh, Android tablets you just tap the screen and it'll show you a little marker but well, it's not the same as sort of I, why, why do you need to know where book. you are in a book I just like to know if, if say if, it, if, if, if you're reading a particular complex chapter and you want to just refer back 10 pages and there, are, there is a way to put bookmarks into your Kindle yeah but it's, it's not well for me it it's not the same as simple. bending a page it, it, back it doesn't seem to go page 1, 2, 3, 4 there's, there's a P third, you know the coding no, and, and, yeah. and one thing about it is you know you get Kindle when you, get, when you buy a Kindle you get the Kindle you can't you know customise it particularly you, you get the, the experience as it is I, 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 I totally understand why you buy a Kindle as opposed to an iPad because it is a, it is a completely different type of device yeah. and it's great for reading the battery life is much better and of course reading in the dark uh, or sorry reading in the sunshine well speaking of reading in the dark Jess I brought in these for you and yeah. I'm wearing them now if anyone could see them I'm actually going to take a picture uh, and tweet them so follow uh, hashtag at newstalk.ie you can see me what these are are prescri- prescription glasses with two lights on either side of them so you can read your Kindle in the bed without disturbing your, your partner in the middle of the night So they're the nerdiest thing that we've ever well, had in well I studio. tell you they're, they're absolutely fantastic because one of the things you'll hear people giving out about Kindle is that there isn't a backlight on it Yeah. but the beauty of not having a backlight is A there's no glare Yeah. and B your battery or you can charge it and can last like two weeks. Yeah, three no, weeks. it is. It's a it's yeah. a good battery, but I find it quite difficult. I don't like reading unless the light is. I, I can't read unless the light is on. I just find that it's kind of it's bad for your eyes anyway <laughs> if you have it. But do they not get really awkward? You're not going to go cross-eyed. Yeah, uh, no, I find them I find them great because what I do is, and as I say, I, the good Mary she goes berserk because I'm always waking <laughs> her up, and she bought me these for Christmas. Minor. And you can get them on eyelids, daddy. But if like if you're if you if you wear prescription glasses. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you want to read in, at, at night at dark. It's great. I find them fantastic. You look yeah. like uh, one of the DJs from Orbital, Bobby. <laughs> um, before well, before we, uh, we we finish up, I wanted to tell you about this HTC One because um, this is uh, the phone that the Mobile World Congress called the best uh, phone of the of show, uh, and it is one of the two phones that uh, are going to be, uh, I think, the big talking points of the year. Is just, just tell us the name of it again. John this is a HTC One, okay, and it, uh, it is the rival, or I suppose uh, S Four when it comes out, the Samsung Galaxy S Four. Will be the, uh, you know this will be the phone to beat. Um, it is a, a, a very slick uh, looking machine. It is a, a one piece aluminium back, um, and I'm just going to preview some of the stuff because I haven't had a proper chance to look at it. So just want to give people an, an idea of it because I know it's being released soon. We're not on next week, so if people are thinking about it, some of the great things uh, in it are that it has infrared the power button, so you can program it as your remote control for all of your devices. You have turned into a universal remote control why people might want to do this I, I'm, I'm still yet to figure <laughs> out um, but it has uh, stereo speakers with um, extra amps into the into the 
actual phone itself. So when you play the music of it, sound quality is actually pretty good. It doesn't sound like um, a, a, a mobile a phone. Mobile phone. Yeah. And they also have an amp in the headphones, an extra amp in the headphones. So you really get, a, I mean, a decent amount of, of sound out of the, the... Sound quality in HTC headphone. has always been good. Well, in the last few phones anyway, has been yeah. good. But what's it sends also, one up. What's also really good is that there's built-in internal mics that um, will increase the quality of the sound that you're actually recording, which is something a lot of video um, uh, uh, apps on phones have really overlooked because yeah. the video have been really focusing on the image but of course the sound hasn't been great but one of the real key um, selling notes of this and I have to I, can't, I don't, haven't seen the full extent of the potential of it but it's called Zoe so the idea of this uh, Bobby is you don't take a photograph anymore okay. you take a Zoe so it's a three second image so you take a photograph and it's sort of like a three second video and you can then alter it to say for example remove things from the background you can uh, make changes to uh, the, the photograph to t- add an action shot um, and you can also uh, get everybody smiling at the same time by r- freezing one part of the image and kind of sliding oh, your finger oh, across great. for different times. It's a really clever idea. How it works in actuality versus the demo will be we the We had a play with us and I just look like an idiot throwing a ball. Hasn't worked just yet, no. but I suppose uh, we haven't really used it in the way it was supposed to be used. So uh, we'll, we'll be telling you all about the HTC One in two weeks when I, I, I have a, a good solid look at it. But um, some of these features look really, really cool wonder if they're going to be gimmicky I'll let you know in two weeks right okay Uh, just time for maybe one more thing before we go Jess yeah I just want to talk very very briefly about uh, Logitech uh, their new UE900 headphones and they are in-ear bud headphones that kind of wrap around your ear the cable wraps around your ear and it's more of a rope than a cable which means that the the cable doesn't get tangled in your pockets Uh, it also doesn't feel like it could break at any time the sound in it um, they're noise cancelling headphones so it gets rid of all the background noise it's crystal clear annoying thing is the controller on the headphones don't work with Android it's just with Apple devices so they're very expensive they're nearly 400 euro wow so they're impressive but they're not that impressive that's stonking money isn't it yeah yeah. I want to read out one more text before uh, we wrap up here but it's uh, I'm a regular listener to News Talk Please keep Bobby for the evening show. Yeah, he, he is impartial <laughs> and and relaxed to listen to, as opposed to that obnoxious, opinionated, ignorant tosspot that is George <laughs> Hook, who is both intolerable and egotistical in the extreme. Now that is very extreme, and I'm. You and Bobby put, appreciates it. You so really thank shouldn't you. have put that text through to me, Mark Simpson. Very bold of you. Very bold of you. 